we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Religion. The true religion of God is what? Christianity. Christianity is loving God through Christ and not through the relative nature of this world. Amen. That's one thing. That's another thing I hate about the Internet, because when folks aren't spiritually mature, they post stuff that people begin to agree with. And some of the stuff they post, they shouldn't post. They only posted it because they're not spiritually mature. So you didn't follow it thinking that it's okay because you think that person is in a spiritual place where they're really not. And so now you have caused spiritual retardation on yourself following somebody that is, amen, spiritually immature. You thought they was mature because they posting biblical stuff. They may never read their Bible. That's a copy and a paste. Yeah. And I'm not modeling my life after nobody 20 years old. Why would you? You in your 20s, man, I ain't reading nothing you post. You ain't old enough. Jesus didn't come on the scene until he was 30. Jesus started his ministry at 30. I'm going to wait till you get 30 before I do anything you saying. Why would I let you influence me and you under 30? That's ridiculous. You ain't old enough to, 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 to know, know what, what you need to know. Been married 10 minutes. Oh, come get some marital advice. I'm going to show you how to love your husband. Right, 10 minutes, please. You ain't been married long enough for me to do anything you're doing right now. Everything you're doing is an experiment. You and your husband are guinea pigs. Why would I do anything you doing at your age and you just got married? You better have 15 years before you can tell me anything. I ain't taking no advice from you. Amen. 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 Christianity is loving God through Christ and not through the relative nature of the world. John 14 and 6, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the what? No man cometh unto the Father, but what? By me. So I go on, if I see somebody's pay, somebody send me, man, you got to hear what this preacher said. This preacher, he laid it out. Go, go read it. I go read it, and I'd see God, 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 God. Okay, I'm, I'm already done. Because I know he ain't in love with Jesus. God could be anything. Yeah, it'll come out. Yeah, if you love your wife, it's going to come out. You're going to talk about her. You love your husband, somewhere in the conversation, you're going to mention him. Oh, see, that's all right. Man, I know I'm... Why, why they ain't listen to me, Jeff? They ain't listen. It's going to come out. It's going to come... You can't hide what you love. So when you ain't ever mentioned in Christ, you ain't ever said, Jesus, I know who you love, yourself. Amen. Only reason you're saying God, God, God is because you God to you. God want me to do this, and God told me to do that, and he want me to do that. That's all the stuff you want to do. Wow, how convenient. You got God just, just doing everything you want. Traditions are what? Man-made ordinances, practices, and regulations that can be good or bad, depending on what they are. All traditions aren't bad, but no tradition signifies true religion. Did you hear that? So, I mean, traditions can vary. All of them can, they, they, it can vary from this or that, we, we, you know, but none of them can denote whether or not it's true religion. True religion is the true relationship with Jesus Christ and following his commands and doing what he says. Amen. 
Colossians 2 and 8. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ. So some of these folks are saved by tradition. They don't even know Jesus. They just know how to do what the church people do. Yeah, don't even know Christ. All traditions aren't bad, but no traditions signify true religion. <laughs> a relationship with God is based on our adherence to his word. Through his love, though his love is unconditional, his religion is solely based on conditions. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I know I'm going to hear from Charlemagne the God on this one. My goodness. Though his love is unconditional, his religion is solely based on conditions. Anybody in a relationship without conditions? Love can be unconditional, but there are conditions to the relationship. Bring another man home and say, yeah, this is Willie. I've been seeing him, you know, off and on. He's going to move in with us. Okay. All right by me. No, there's a condition. You, you, you can't, it just can't happen. There's a, is there a condition? So you can't tell her, tell your her, well, but why can't he live? I mean, love is unconditional. You're supposed to love me unconditionally, so why can't he be here? Love is unconditional, but this relationship has conditions. How do people think? They can do God like that. <laughs> okay, God, I, well, I have you, God, because it's never Jesus. I have you, God, but then I also have the God of my fraternity, and I'm going to step to him on the weekends. But he's moving in with us because I've been with him a long time, God. Is that okay? I'm a Christian, but I'm also a Freemason. So that means I, you know, I have God, but then I have all the other gods too. Is that okay, God? Your love is unconditional. You supposed to love me unconditionally. I have God, but then I have hip hop too. So the God of hip hop, and then the God, I love God, and I love hip hop too. Can we all just get along and can I have it all? He's, your love is unconditional. God, you're going to love me no matter what, no matter what I do, no matter how filthy I am, no matter what I do, no matter what I choose to do, no matter what you, you love me, you love me. That's why I love you so much. Ooh, 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 that's why. Ooh, that's why I love you so much because anything I do, it don't even matter because you just love anyway. It's unconditional no matter what I do. I, no, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Our condition must be faith-based. I can't talk to Charlemagne the God. Because he don't have faith. If he don't have faith, he can't understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand what I'm telling people because you don't have faith in what I'm saying. The very fact that you openly rebuked me lets me know you don't even hold me in high regard. You don't hold my faith in high regard. You don't trust the God I'm talking about. You don't even trust my ability to relay his messages. Why would I get on your show and you don't believe? Receiving salvation and denying ourselves for him. That's the condition. Faith-based condition. Receiving salvation and denying ourselves. Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is what? Impossible 
to please him. For he that cometh to God must what? Believe. Believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that what? How do you diligently seek him and ignore what he says? Folk know to act good around Christmas just to get Santa Claus on their side. Good gracious. Denominations are founded by the traditions of men and not on the religion of God. There are no denominations in the Bible. And it was never God's intent for us to be loyal to a man-made organization. Psalms 12 and 8. The wicked strut about on every side when vilest is exalted among the sons of, of man. So basically, a denomination is a hierarchy. And all they have to do is get a corrupt leader at the top of the hierarchy. And then all the wicked are going to strut on every side. Yeah. The institutional church, though, was established in the book of Acts. Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, God did that. Mm-hmm. See, folk got something to get. No, we doing all home churches, home churches. Home, what's the difference between home church and church church? What's the difference in home and building? The amount of people? God ain't in the institutional churches. He's in the home churches. Okay, then let's let two people sleep in here. Then it'll be a home church. <laughs> Are the bills in the home? Is the home free? You got to pay bills in the home. Or oh, I can testify to that, brother, because I had some in my house for a whole year. Cost money. Cost money to paint them walls when kids would dirty them up. Cost money to, 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 to put plaster back in holes that folks was kicking. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, was, it, took, it took money to buy food. It took money to, to run the AC. Amen. Because yeah, it's a house. You can't build a house with no money. Well, but see, the institutional church is all about the money. Okay, then get a house where it don't cost you no money. So if there's 10 people that live in the house, you got to have a house That'll seat 10 people. So that's going to cost money, more money than the house that will seat two people, right? So the church seats 300 people. So it's going to cost a little more for the 300 people church than it would the house that was 10 people, which cost more than the house that was two people. I don't understand. But God established the institutional church. They started in houses. It got too big. They moved into buildings. They moved into other places. They did all of that. That ain't got nothing to do with anything. God established the institutional church. However, many modern day churches are established without God's word. We understand that being the inspirational basis for its existence. But that don't mean you throw all the idea of institutional church out just because there's some crazy institutional churches. Amen. Revelations 2 and 20. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee. Here's God talking. I mean, Jesus talking about the institutional church against thee. He said, I don't have a problem with y'all being a church. He addressed them as a church. He said, now to this church. He addressed them as a church. He had a problem with being a church. He had, but he had a problem. And that problem was that pastor's wife was out of control. A few things against thee, because thou suffereth that women, that woman Jezebel, which calleth herself a prophetess, to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed. Yeah, that was the problem he had. He had a problem because y'all let a witch in there. Y'all promoting the women in the apostleship. That's the problem. Unfortunately, many institutional and denominational churches have lost their focus, but instead have turned their attention to politics, tradition, and hierarchical promotions. However, 
This does not negate the fact that Christ established the true church with genuine religion that reflects his commands and his plan. Yeah, because they want you to stop coming here too. The online bloggers and vloggers and video vixens. Yeah, they all want you to stop going to church totally because they are paying bills with your hits and clicks. So they want you to get ministry on Twitter instead of fellowshipping like God said. That's why they don't talk about fellowship on their, on their websites. They ain't fellowship you see them doing, they doing it with the world. Not with the saints. That's all right, man. I know I'm preaching. Matthew 16 and 18. And I say unto thee, thou art Peter, upon this rock, what you just said, I will build what? And the gates of hell is not going to stop it. Not Look at somebody says, it's not going to stop it. Not going to stop it. They can take the roof off this building. We're going to be still in here with umbrellas. You can't stop it, man. You can't stop it. We want to come together and fellowship and get to know each other and love on each other. We can do that. Amen. We need no virtual friends all the time. And, ooh, let me look and see how many uh, bubbles I got on my phone. Let me go Snapchat. No, we need some reality. Because that's the way God made us. Forsake not the fellowship one to another. Not via Skype and FaceTime. So you can just see the best of me. See, folk watching reality shows and, and, and websites and junk, and you think they're not editing out stuff? You think they're showing you them raw and uncut? No. Now, Leandria Johnson, yes, yeah, she did that on that periscope, but she was drunk. She was drunk. But normally, folk editing out the stuff they don't want you to see. Man, you're going to show us, keep the camera rolling all day and all night. No, ain't nobody going to show you reality, but you think it is. Somebody is preaching in this place. So here's the test. Y'all ready? All right. Tradition versus religion. We're just going to take a little test. I'm not going to call anybody out or nothing like that. We'll just have a global consensus on each one of these. Because here's the reason why I'm doing this. Here's the reason why I'm doing it. Because this is the path to inclusion. Okay? This is what everybody's doing on the internet. This is what all these vloggers are doing. This is what all these internet prophets, preachers, whatever. This is what all these old internet, uh, whatever, you know, that claim to be God, Twitter, whatever they tweet, whatever, whatever. It's their plan to erase Christ out of it. They want to leave him out. They want to deduct him from the equation. They want it to be all God, 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 so that it could be relative and in tune with the coexist movement of God. That means that everybody's God is God. That's what all the presidents are saying. That's what all the, the, you know, the preachers gathering around Donald Trump and all that. They don't care what God he worships as long as it's God. You see what I'm saying? So there's no Christ. There's no Jesus. Let's take him out. That's what inclusion is. So all over the internet, all on these TV shows, everything you see now, this is what they're doing. They're sneaking inclusion in and they're doing it through the young people. Okay, because I go on some of these young vloggers and different things website, and that's all I see. God this and God that, and just pray to God and tell God and God, God, and then you'll always see them say, "No rules, no religion, just God. No rules, no religion, just God. Just God alone. Me and God alone. No rules." No. Well, what they're doing is they're stamping out the whole religious, uh, uh, the whole religion piece of Christianity. They're just stamping it out. They don't want the Bible. They don't want what the Bible says because that offends their friends. You see what I'm saying? That offends my friends. That offends my popularity. That's going to make people stop liking me. I'm not going to get the, as many likes. I'm not going to get good comments. I'm not going to get that if I talk about Christ. So if I just leave it God, God could be anything. You got transsexuals responding to your page. Amen. That's God. God is God. God. God led me to make my decision. Well, God did. I know he did. 
but not the God of the Bible. No. And then they want to say when you try to hold anyone to some kind of, you know, standard, you can't wear that in church. Oh, what? Oh, no, no religion, no rules. I'm, uh, I'm just me and God alone. Okay, your butt is out. You can't have your butt out in church. Oh, no rules, no religion. No, no, no. That's a woman's blouse, bro. You can't wear that and sing on the praise team. Oh, see, there they go with the rules. It's the rules and the religion. That's why I don't do religion. I don't do religion. It's just God, me, God alone. No religion, no rules. That's where it's going. Y'all see what I'm saying? That's why I'm on top of it with this because that's what everybody's getting ready to do. They all are doing that because that's the only way to stay popular. You think they're going to let you use their internet to gain some kind of popularity like that? No. EX Ministries is popular on the internet because we was popular before the internet. So people go on the internet to find what we did back in the day, basically, is what it is. But some of these folks getting famous on the internet, they got to watch what they say and edit what they say to stay famous. Or they'll take them right off. And then you fall for it because you sitting in the back, in the cut somewhere, believing what they're saying. So I'm sitting here trying to straighten you out and let you know, ain't nothing wrong with religion. Religion is what we live by. That's what we have. I am a Christian. Christianity. I'm lining up every day with what Jesus Christ expects of me. That's Christianity. That's religion. Number one, communion. Is communion a tradition or religion? The answer is tradition. So if you don't do communion, you still say scripture says for what? As often. Wasn't commanded. You do this every first Sunday. And remember, no, he said as often as you do it. How many times have we done it here? Twice? We've done it twice. But if we hadn't ever done it and some of y'all died, you're going to make it into heaven if you're saved without communion because it is tradition. Number two, prayer. Is prayer tradition or religion? Try to be saved and not pray. Are you crazy? It's religion. It's a rule. First Thessalonians 5 and 7 says what? That's a commandment. Pray without ceasing. That means never stop praying. Door-to-door witnessing. Tradition or religion. No, there are denominations. You are not saved if you don't door-to-door witness. Yeah, some holiness churches. Door-to-door witness, the, the most least effective way of, of to win Christ. This is the least effective right under street preaching. The street preaching, door-to-door witness, those are the two least effective. I mean, one person out of 50,000 is going to get saved, respond. And usually they're drunk and not in their right mind. And when they sober up, they ain't coming back to church. Because that's all it was. You were just trying to get folks to church. Is door-to-door witness in tradition or religion? Of course, it's tradition. Matthew 5 and 16, let your light so shine before men that they may what? See your good works and glorify the Father. So we just live our life so they can see our good works. We don't put our works on display. Amen. We ain't got to knock on the door. Ooh, they in there fighting. Oh, this is the right house. Hey, brother, let me do you know Jesus? You might get shot. I'm a pastor. Get out of my yard. <laughs> That's just no. Amen. We're not going to have a door-to-door witnessing team at ABC. 
No. <laughs> Man, I remember my daddy made me do that one time with him. He had a megaphone. And took one of his elders. He had a tambourine. And it was me, my cousin, Greg, my daddy, and this elder. My daddy was in the megaphone singing. And the dude was playing a tambourine. And me and my cousin was sitting there with razors on our wrists. This is it. This is it. I'm, 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 I'm dying. I'm going to die today. This, all my blood is about to leak out. Because this is the most embarrassing thing. Can you imagine? My daddy made a vow to the Lord. Made a vow to the Lord. On the street corner. Me and my cousin was like, kill us now. We were trying to jump in front of cars. <laughs> Boy, get back up here and clap. Daddy, nobody wants to be, I don't want to be saved no more. I don't want to be saved. If this is the path, I, I choose Satan. His way is better than this. Man. <laughs> that was the most embarrassing. Some of y'all didn't grow up like I did, man. That was, that was, I mean, they were out there having church. And see, that was the thing. They were so into tradition that they really thought that was like church. But that's tradition. Tambourine? Nobody ever got saved. Ever. Ever. We did it thousands of times. Nobody ever got saved. Few drunks came up. But then once they sobered up, they wanted no parts of that. That's why we let our light shine before men. Number four, is speaking in tongues tradition or religion? Tradition. Right? Because speaking in tongues is not necessary for salvation. And speaking in tongues is not necessary now in most cases anyway. Because most of us in here... Speak what? English. English. It's just going to work a lot better. More folks going to understand. Now, you can't really put yourself on display with English because we all speak it. So a lot of people would rather tell you something in tongue and then interpret it because that puts them on display. But you tell it to me in tongues and then interpret it yourself. I don't even know if I can verify that there ever was real tongues. And then why just not skip that process for the sake of time and just say it in English the first time? Oh, I'm stepping on some, I'm, uh, watch us have some seats next week, Elder. So, oh man, this church don't believe in the gifts. I believe in the gifts when they're necessary. Amen? I don't need to pray healing for you and you keep eating Whataburger at 12 a.m. Not laying hands on your heart. And you have Snickers in your purse. I don't need the gift of healing. Is that the Oreo cookie blizzard? Why did you get the bucket? Get the kid size. Why'd you get the bucket? It's a whole pack of Oreos in that. Then you brought your own Oreos to add to it. Dude. <laughs> Don't you come up here and pray for no prayer. I ain't praying for you. I ain't praying for you at all. Sit down, devil, you hungry devil. I ain't praying. Why would I pray? You 
going to waste everybody's time. You know, somebody add their own Oreos. They don't give you enough. <laughs> I need to crunch every bite. I need to be crunching. I need to be chewing. I need, I need to suck nothing off the, off the spoon. I, every bite is crunch. <laughs> then don't come ask for prayer. But that's a tradition speaking in tongues. The Bible says love is the one that never fails. Love is the religion. But where there be prophecies, they shall fail. Where there be tongues, they shall what? Yeah. There you go. So that, that's true. Preaching against sin. Is preaching against sin tradition or religion? <laughs> preaching against sin is religion. Because the Bible said, look at this long passage. Herald and preach the word. Keep your sense of urgency. This is a commandment. Stand by, be at hand and ready. Whether the opportunity seems to be what? Or what? Whether it's the breakfast club or it's church service. You just got to preach the gospel, right? Whether it's convenient or what? Whether it is welcome or what? You as the preachers of the word are to show people in what way their lives are what? And convince them, rebuking and correcting and warning and urging and encouraging them. Being unflagged and inexhaustible in patience and teaching. <laughs> what happened over here? <laughs> Is that a manifestation? <laughs> Take them out. Security. Ted, get them out of here. No, but that was the truth. I understand, bro. That's the truth. That makes me feel like that too. That's a commandment. Bro, you think I'm going to sit here and not say what God telling me to say? That's religion. That's what we do, man. We preach the word. Dressing up for church is what? Tradition, of course. The Bible said that the Lord said to Samuel, look not on his countenance or his height or his statue because I have refused him. He may look good on the outside, but I refused him. He said, for man looketh on the outward appearance. That means all the folks that's dressed up, they may look good on the outside. But the Lord looketh on the what? That's why it don't really matter. And then the heart's going to lead the outside. Oh, yeah, you don't have to tell the hoochie and the scoochie to stop dressing hoochie and scoochie. If they do that every week, that's just telling you what's in the heart. Scoochie heart, that's what's in there. Amen. The man that's posting his chest and his selfies all over there. Every time you go to his page and it's a new picture of him, something's wrong. Something's wrong with his heart. There's something in there on the inside that needs to change. You need to quit taking pictures of yourself. The sinner's prayer. Uh-oh. It's what? Tradition. That's right. Sinner's prayer is tradition because there is no sinner's prayer. That's tradition. Bible said, for whosoever shall what? Shall be what? You can go through Romans 10 and 9 and go through the whole formula with the thing on the car. You can do all that. And then somebody right next to you, you can just say, Jesus. Same heaven. Dude on the cross didn't even say Jesus. He just said, remember me. Because Jesus said, though their words and their mouth draw close to me, the heart is what? Far from me. So it can't be a formula that we say that's going to work. It has to be the heart. And only God knows the what? The heart. Man, I'm preaching. Modest apparel is what? Religion. There we go, church folk. Is wearing modest apparel tradition or religion? That's religion, bro. That's required. It's required for you to not look like a slut 
on a day-to-day basis. That's a requirement. Men too? Amen. And I shouldn't be able to take your heart rate without touching you. Because I see it through your suit. Suit? That's three layers, man. I still see your heart. When got the compression suit. How you get a compression? Where you buy a compression suit, man? <laughs> I got this in the valley. Yes, you did. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm a made a suit. Got all the muscles and stuff already built in the suit. Take the suit out, it look like you still in it. Dude, where you get that suit, man? Where did you buy that? <laughs> and why would you wear that to church? That's religion, man. Modest apparel is religion. You're supposed to look modest and not show everything. Amen. Oh, your leg and thigh and all that. You're not supposed to do that. There's a scripture about you. Yes, there is. It's 1 Corinthians 8 and 9. It says, but take heed lest by any means this liberty of yours becomes a what? Stumbling block to them that are weak. So you got to be careful how you looking. You ain't supposed to be dressing to lure nobody. What are you trying to do? Just the spirit of seduction on you. That's what it is. But that's what they want to, they want to throw that away. Ah, see, no, I don't need nobody regulating what I'm wearing. And as long as God is okay with it. Number nine, singing praises to God. Which one is it? Religion. That's right. Don't you sit in here and not sing. When singing time come, open your mouth and sing. The Bible said, praise ye the Lord, for it is good to do what? Sing praises unto our God, for it is what? And it is what? Comely. That means this is what God wants to see. You don't ever tell the Lord that you love him until you get in trouble. As soon as you get in trouble, out of the believer. Dude, it's 2 a.m. And why do you, and it's Monday. But Sunday you was in here. Folk come try to speak to you. Phone bill come. Oh. 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 Submission to leadership is what? Submission to leadership is what? That's why folks don't want religion because religion tells them to submit to leadership. Not just in the church, on your job. See, listen. That's why I don't want you to send me stuff that people are saying because most of those folks that's talking don't have a job. Most of the folk that disagree with what we're doing, they don't work. And they, they got all day to sit on the internet and just start problems. If they had a job, they wouldn't even have time for that. On the internet, they look like the prophet called to raise the dead in revelations. On the internet. Bro, where you living with my mama? Do you work? No. Got all day to just pick you apart. Oh, I'm preaching in here. Hebrews 13 and 17. Obey them that have what? And submit yourselves, for they do what? As they... As they 
that must give an account and they may do it with what? And not what? For that is unprofitable to you. Amen. So that is submission to leadership. I mean, folks just, they don't want to hear nothing from you. They don't want to hear nothing from me when it goes against what they want to do. It's like, yeah, you my pastor, man. I love you, man. Oh, yeah, pastor. pastor. Well, you need to watch this situation. This is way up past now. You know, I, yeah. I'm not your pastor then. So you only like the good stuff I say? Judging the sinful actions of others. Is that tradition or religion? If your brother sins, go and show him his fault. With how? In private. If he listens to you, then you've won your what? Your brother. So we got to judge others to be able to do that. Amen. You got to judge your kids to give them a whooping. You got to judge the employees under you to, to know if they should still work there. Amen. It's just judging. That's life. Life comes with judgment. You see what's happening now that they don't want to judge nothing. Y'all see the dude that left his kids to become a six-year-old, a grown man. He said he don't want his kids no more. He don't want his wife no more. He want to be a six-year-old kid. So he's living his grown, rotten life as a six-year-old kid. And they have to acknowledge him, have to let him play in the sandbox with the other kids. We go to the pediatrician. They, they got to treat him like a six-year-old. They can't discriminate. That's what happens when you don't judge. Nobody judge. Can't nobody judge him. Tithing. Uh-oh. Is tithing traditional? <laughs> Snuck that one up on you, didn't it? Uh-huh. Tithing is tradition. It's just what the church decided to do, even after the Bible really never gave the mandate to do it. It was a different condition back when tithes were paid and they wasn't paid with money. That was Old Testament covenant. Second Corinthians New Testament covenant says, every man according, so as he has purpose in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly, or what? For God loveth the what? Is giving up your income to support ministry a tradition or is that religion? It's religion. Bible says, do you not know that they which minister about holy things live of the things of the temple? And they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar? Even so hath the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should do what? Reading the Bible. Which one is that? It's what? Religion. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for what? Doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness. That means that you have no instruction in righteousness without the scripture. So in order to know how to be rightly aligned with God, you have to have the scripture. So that makes reading the Bible what? Religion. Repentance of sin. Is repenting of sin a tradition or religious practice? It's religion. Acts 17 and 30. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to do what? Commandeth all men everywhere to do what? That don't mean say I'm sorry. That means turn from your wicked ways. Public confession of private sin is what? Tradition. The priests started that foolishness. Public confession of private sin. And I'm not talking about the priest in the booth. I'm talking about at mass, they would have you get up and confess your sin to everyone. 
Yes, they would back in the day. And some churches do that. Yeah, when you get caught in sin or whatever, they'll stand you up in front of the church. Yeah, bro, he was at the juke joint last week, juking. Tell him you're sorry, Junior. I'm sorry. Y'all come give him a hug. Everybody start playing the music. Everybody give him a hug. Why did you do that? Is the pastor getting up telling everything he did wrong? Is he above that? Is he on another level? No. He don't want nobody to know what he did. It may not be the juke joint, but he did something because he's human. Get up and tell that. Run tell that to the, to the congregation. That's what I'm saying. There's no man had a right to stand another man up and make him spill his guts and you ain't spilling yours. It's tradition. First Timothy 2 and 5. For there is one God and what? One mediator between God and man, and that man is who? Christ Jesus. That's the only person you need to know about your private stuff. The only person. Amen. Now, sometimes, yeah, you got a problem, whatever. You need to confess some stuff to somebody, whatever. I understand that. But standing up in front of everybody and doing it, no, that's not God's way. I will not carry a purse. Nobody needed to know you ever did that. Nobody needed to ever know you did that. Data, man. Data. My mind... I can't wrap my mind around what you just... Kids are in here. Shut up. Why are you talking like that in front of everybody? Public rebuke of public sin. Uh Uh-oh. That's what? First Timothy 5 and 20. Them that sin. I mean, the real translation is them that sin before all. Rebuke before all. That others also may fear. Amen. You got on TV. You was proud of it. You thought you did something good in front of everybody. I got to deal with that. Remember, Peter did the same thing with Paul. Peter was, you know, he was being one way with the Jews and another way with the Gentiles. He was doing it in front of everybody. Paul said, I called him out in front of everyone so that everyone, it could be straightened out in front of everyone because he did it in front of everyone. Carrying a cross. Definitely tradition because I don't believe in carrying, no wearing, carrying, putting it up on the, no, that's just me. Now, don't go make your doctrine out of it. I just don't mess with it because it's a weapon weapon of death to me. That's just me. Now, I trust in what Jesus did on the cross. I believe in that. But as far as me wearing one and all that, I just, I don't do the symbols. I just, just, that's me. Look, somebody say, that's him. That's me. Can can that be me? Okay, don't go home mad. What? I just got my hoodie made with nothing but crosses all over it. I got a tattoo of cross on my thigh. Hebrews 9 and 10, which stood only in the meats and drinks and divers washings and carnal ordinances imposed on them until the time of reformation. So all these little symbols and signs and everything mattered until the time of reformation, the New Testament church where now we just don't do symbols and signs and all that. We don't represent God that way. We represent him with us. Now he dwells in us. Amen. And I know some folks do demonic things wearing cross earrings and one around their neck. I watch Madonna and all of them perform with a cross on. They wear them on purpose too. Fearing God. That's what? That's what? Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness. How? The only way to perfect holiness is to do it in the fear of God. God. We must fear God. That's a part of our religion. All right? Y'all know the difference between religion and tradition? Summary! All churches participate in some sort of tradition, whether it's dressing up or singing praises before the sermon. 
of the time you sing. We got to do two songs, A and a B, then we got to pray all that, whatever, whatever. It's all tradition. All of our lives involve some sort of traditional practices. Some traditions are good. Some are not significant to, the, to our spiritual walk. But certain traditions may be harmful to God's plan for us and must be what? Reevaluated. Pleasing God does not require traditional regulations, but it does require adherence to his word as written in scripture. Pleasing God also requires what? Faith in him and knowing who he is through his son. Getting frustrated with traditional errors of men should not cause us to disregard God's true religion. I'm going to say that one more time because that's the part. Getting frustrated with the traditional errors of men should not cause us to disregard God's true religion altogether. Christianity is still the only way to God and we should never attempt to change God's way because of our personal struggles. Amen. Second Peter, 2 Peter 2 and 1. But there were false prophets, the Bible is warning us, among the people, as there will be false teachers among you. That's what these people that are teaching these things, this inclusion, this is what it's talking about, who will secretly, listen, put forward wrong teachings for your destruction, even turning away from the Lord who gave himself from them. Turning away from the Lord, false teachers, but they come preaching. No, they come preaching God, but they've turned away from Jesus. Destruction will come quickly, and they themselves will be the cause of it. Destruction will come quickly, and they're going to be at fault. A great number will go with them in their evil ways, through whom the true way will have a what? A great number will go with them in their evil ways through whom the true way will have a bad name. The true way will have a bad name. They'll label them as a legalist and that's you just religious and the real way has a bad name. And in their desire for profit, uh-oh, they will come to you with words of deceit like traitors doing business in souls whose punishment has been ready for a long time and their destruction is watching for them. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas, 76124, or donate online at www.exministries.com.